This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to another volume of Truly Disturbing Tales from Reddit. Today we're going to be narrating three new and settling stories taken directly from the platform. I encourage you all to sit back, grab a snack, and enjoy these terrifying personal accounts. Now, without any further delay, let's jump right in. When I was a kid, I'm betting no older than 10, I was walking to the mailbox to grab the mail for my parents. I was fully clad in my baseball uniform, ready to go to my little league game which was set to start later that afternoon. A car pulled over and an elderly woman urged me to get into the car. I remember her being gray-haired with glasses, a little on the heavier side at least from what I could see from the shoulders up. You know, a typical grandma-looking woman. Immediately, I knew that something was off. Come on, we're going to be late, she insisted. She went on saying things like my bat and glove were in the trunk, telling me that my dad had given it to them earlier. She said my dad couldn't take me anymore, so he asked them to take me, and that they lived nearby. I honestly don't remember exactly what I did. I just remember the anxiety of piecing together what was happening in front of me. I want to say I booked it and ran for the house, but as I've gotten older, I just don't remember anymore. All I do remember is being back at the house and this off-putting old woman ringing our doorbell. Like with many other things in the story, as you'll come to see, I don't recall how long I had been in the house before this woman began ringing the doorbell. It couldn't have been more than a few moments because I hadn't even put together what my thoughts about this situation were yet. When my dad answered, he was obviously confused and she told him that they were testing me to see if I'd jump in the car with them. The most unsettling thing to me is, I don't remember if I actually got in their car. I'm not particularly old now, but the experience pumps so much adrenaline in me that I truly don't remember it well at all. When I do try to recall things, I can picture both outcomes, me running home as well as me in their car. I don't remember getting a scolding, so I tend to assume the former occurred, but I'm just not sure. Testing a child or not, what a f***ed up thing to do in your free time. It makes me wonder if this old lady actually had the intentions that they spoke of. I remember getting home and not saying a word to my parents. The shock was still fresh and I hadn't had time to process what had happened. Was ringing the doorbell afterwards some kind of cover up for a failed attempt? To avoid being reported to the police maybe? Has anyone ever encountered something similar? I just find the whole situation extremely creepy. You don't really find too many kids walking around alone in baseball uniforms and coming up with that stuff on the fly it gives me the impression that it was not this lady's first time trying to coax a child into their car. What do you think? So this story kind of just jumps right into it. I'll give you a little bit of background information before, that way I don't have to go back and explain. I'm a girl 
and I was 16 at the time that this took place. I had a friend, let's call him Jake, and his mom was rumored around our school to be a prostitute. I don't know how the rumor started, and I'm not actually sure if it was even true, but every time anyone brought it up, he would get super angry and deny it. Anyway, he was the popular boy of the school, and would always host parties. I would often go to them, and his mom was always wasted and hanging out drinking with the kids. At the time, we all thought she was the cool mom, because she would buy us drinks, but that obviously wasn't the case. She was a single parent, and Jake's dad wasn't in the picture. On this particular night, my parents wouldn't let me go to the party because they said it was too late, but being a dumb teenager, I snuck out at like 3am and walked over. Again, dumb teenager emphasis. He lived close to me, I didn't figure that anything bad could happen, so whatever. When I arrived, there weren't many people left as it was already so late but my best friend at the time was still there as she was waiting for me and we were going to come back to my house together. Jake's mom had three friends over herself, all in their 50s or so, and all men. A little bit of time elapses and there's only about four of us left at the party, including Jake's mom and one of the men. The rest had left. I wasn't drinking much because it was late. I had maybe two or three mixed fruity drinks. But the man there... He seemed to take a liking to me, and offered me a shot, which I accepted. Not long after that, I started to feel really faded and out of it. At that time, I chalked it down to not eating much that day, but thinking back, he had likely done something to that drink. This should have been a warning sign in and of itself, that a man wanted to hang around with a bunch of kids, but everyone was drunk and I wasn't taking too much notice of him pretty sure the adults there were on drugs as well. Everything after this point, I don't remember so much, but my friend told me. At some point, he thought it was funny to pour water all over me, and was laughing. Then he starts saying he wants to touch my belly button, while proceeding to lift up my shirt. I pushed the man away and said something along the lines of, F*** off, and get away from me, which made him super offended, as he was saying, I thought she was fun, now she's just ruining the party. Jake's mom was now trying to calm this man down and keep him from flying off the handle. At this point, I'm ready to leave. I just want to go home, but I can't find my phone anywhere and I wanted to call my parents. My friend says I was crying and said, I want my mom, which is something I would never have been caught dead saying in front of people at the time, so I can only imagine how distraught I would have been. This is when the man says, I'll take her home throw her in the back of my truck. Jake's mom proceeds to yell, stop, stop, she's only 16, while this man tried to pick me up, and she attempted to fight him off. He eventually gave up, placed me down, and went home or to another room, I'm not exactly sure. We were too drunk to walk back to my house, and I didn't have my phone to call an Uber. I ultimately ended up knocking out on the couch over at Jake's, as his mom looked after me. I don't think anything happened to me while I was sleeping, but now there's no way of knowing. My friend was with me the whole time, but she eventually fell asleep too. Safe to say I never went back to Jake's place ever again, or even talked to the kid. Not that it's his fault his mom is so sketchy. Also, I'm from the UK, hence the drinking so young. For Americans, I know it's not as common there. I did end up recounting this whole story to my parents, and yes, my dad wanted to go over to Jake's. 
probably to yell at his mom, but more to get that man's info. I begged him not to because I was embarrassed. Embarrassed to put my dad in a position like that, but looking back, I certainly should have let him without fighting. My parents weren't angry at me for sneaking out, just super concerned. And of course, they banned me from going back there ever again. Not that that was a problem. As an adult now, I know that I can't ever go back to that night, but if I could, I wouldn't end up leaving my house at all. I'd stay wrapped up nice and cozy at home, safe and sound. I know that part of being a teenager is making poor decisions and coming out on the other side with new life lessons learned. But believe me, when I have kids and they're teenagers, I'm for sure going to share this story with them, hoping that something that I had to live through will keep them from having to live through the same. One of the morals of this story, those cool parents probably really aren't all that cool. One night, probably about a year ago, I found myself on an app. This was a semi-sort of dating app where you could talk to people who were within your area. I matched with this girl and turns out we have a nice conversation and share a lot of common interests. We hit it off right away basically and exchanged numbers and pictures. Everything was pretty perfect. Mm, too perfect. She was really into me pretty much right away hitting me with compliments left and right, and that's just a little odd. She seemed obsessed with me, and it was almost at an instant. I never had a girl like that before. Thinking back, she wasn't the most attractive young woman, but she certainly made me feel a type of way. At some point, she said that she wanted to meet, so we made a plan. We met up on a Saturday afternoon, had a lovely time. Although it was only my first time meeting her, we ultimately hooked up. Like I said, it was a lovely time. Because we were already at her house, I thought that maybe I'd be able to stay over and continue the good times, but she obviously wasn't with that plan, at some point pretty much insisting that it was time for me to go. I thought maybe she had lost interest because of my poor performance, but couldn't be bothered at that point and just went on with my day and I left the house. But she did not lose interest. She texted me about 30 minutes later and asked if I had arrived home. After that point, nothing special happened, just normal texting about life, stuff, until about two weeks later, when I was done with studies. I wanted to see her again, but something was just different. The way she wrote, without emojis, and certainly more direct. When I wrote her, she almost instantly replied, which is different from how we had interacted before because she had been taking her time in previous interactions. That's how I had known her, but I was horny as hell at this point and didn't quite put two and two together that perhaps there was another person behind her mobile phone. Not thinking with my brain, I said I'd pick her up with my car at her house, but no, she said that I should meet her at a local park. She has to get gas anyway. The location we were supposed to meet was at a park, but she wanted to meet when it was already kind of dark, which stuck out as rather suspicious. But at that time, it also wasn't that suspicious. I said, why there? And she told me not to ask any dumb questions, said to just be there on time. I replied, lol, okay. Once there, I sat waiting for her for about 15 minutes. She was late, 
but she eventually showed and I didn't care to be honest. I was just happy to see her again. She parked her car and that's when I got this weird feeling. I felt as if something is terribly wrong here, but I couldn't point out what. As I sat in my car, I checked our surroundings, looked left and right, looking for anything that was amiss, trying to peer behind trees and bushes, making sure that nobody was out there to, I don't know, ambush me. Funny thing is, she didn't get out of her car for the next two to three minutes either. I was like, yeah, this could be just a stupid, funny, unfunny joke of hers or something. I couldn't see into her car because the windows were tinted and that just made me feel even more uneasy. I was out of my car at this point, stood 20 to 30 meters away from her. I was waiting for her to come out of her car, but she just didn't. I was smiling at her car, at her driver's seat, probably out of nervousness because I thought she was continuing this unfunny joke. But suddenly I get a call. I pull out my cell and it was her. As soon as I pulled my phone out and saw her name, I heard doors open, but not a single door. It was two or even more. The way the car was parked was horizontal, so I couldn't see if there were more passengers who had opened doors, but one thing I knew was my body was instantly in fight or flight mode. And at that point, I knew that I was right in thinking that something was extremely wrong. I ran for my fucking life didn't look back to see who or what exited the car, flung myself into my own car and peeled out the instant that I could. I drove a rather busted ride at that point, so most of my mirrors had fallen off, giving me very little option to peer back as I drove away. Once I got to a safe distance, I blocked and deleted her number. I believe to this day she had cheated on her boyfriend and he somehow found out, wanted to beat me up or worse. Definitely heard things in the news about how people lash out because of their fiancé, wife has cheated, and I didn't want to just be another statistic or story on the 10 o'clock news. I now don't even believe that she was in the car at the park. Probably two plus dudes who intended to do serious harm on me. I was kind of surprised how fast I can run when I actually try to. I consider this a major bullet dodged, and please believe I don't use that app anymore. And I would warn you all to beware when you're seeking out singles in your area. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.